Uh, from, you, you can use the, the IRA funds to buy investment real estate, too, those uh, self-directed IRA. You can. You yeah. can. But, again, there's a lot of cautions. Thanks for bringing that up. There's yeah. a lot of cautions. I do get calls about that all the time. But what the, th- the thing you have to be really careful about that, and I like the real estate angle on this, the thing you have to be really careful about is that you do not receive any personal benefit from it. So right. you can't really manage those properties. I mean, the thing about rental real estate is people want to roll up their sleeves and you know, be part of the whole part of the action. You really can't when it comes to a self-directed IRA w- with with real estate in it, rental real estate. You have to have an arm's length transaction because you can't benefit from it. You don't really actually own it. Your IRA would actually own it. So you got to be really careful there. Good point. But luxury to me is simplicity. Luxury is simplicity, mm-hmm. and uh, complication is far away from luxury it's, it's very very stressful and yet i was reading in parade magazine uh, marilyn von savant said oh yeah the smartest person in the, the world the smartest right? person in the world uh says that for a tax code to be fair it has to be complicated so she doesn't like the idea of a very simple tax code where you know you would uh, just pay a percentage or, or whatever so i'm asking you uh because of the complications, the whole industry has been created to assist people in, in wading through the, through the complication. What do you think? You know, where, where is complication better? Yes. Okay. Yes, because if they simplified it, everybody would pay the same tax rate essentially. If that's the goal of, of simplification, and uh, and you would you would probably pay more than you're paying right now because complexity in the tax code allows for taking advantage of every option you have to lower your tax rate. When there are no options for lowering your tax rate, your tax rate is going to go up. And I know Randy Roth is at home right now. If he's listening, he's clapping because he knows that's what he's been telling people for years is that complexity gives you the opportunity to take advantage of things that that simplification wouldn't. Well, there, there's there's the conundrum for me. If I buy a car... I've had both cars. I had the really super complicated ones with the computer screens and the and, and you sit in the car and you can't figure out how to even turn on the radio. And then I have I'm driving a car right now that is so incredibly simple, simple little thing. Anybody with you go? Do you have a you go? <laughs> it's you know uh, and, and I. I between the two cars, I'll take the simple one. It's just like it. It uh, I can relax and don't stress about. Things. I, I agree with that. Simplicity is much better because in life, the more complicated things are, the more responsibility you have, the more obligations, the more you have to answer to. You become a like a, a slave of technology, or you become a slave of whatever you've you've engaged yourself to do. And I do like simplicity. I wish I could simplify my life a lot more. Should a person try to engage themselves in a real estate transaction? Totally on their own. I mean, whether you're a buyer or a seller, take whatever perspective you want. With the complexity of the legal system, the real estate, you know, all that stuff. I mean, they could, right? It's not like when you, I mean, I guess you don't need a lawyer to go to, to go to court, but I mean, do you, you could sell your real estate yourself, right? Yes, you could. But when's the last time, Owen, you've seen it for sale by owner? I'm in the business and I almost never see one anymore. Well, that used to be the big way people would prospect for real estate uh, listings, is, yes. is look at all the FISBOs. There's hardly any right now in Sacramento. Why is that? The complication. Yeah. And here we go back to that simplicity thing. So me, as a human being, if I want a complicated life, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll read the tax code and try to do my own taxes, and I'll read uh, the real estate laws and try to understand real estate, or... and 
And that would be a, a nightmare, I think. Or I would hire people to represent me in these areas and sleep at night, knowing that somebody really smart in this area is handling things for me. And you know the cost difference between, like you said, staying up all day and all night learning the tax code or learning all the real estate rules. Your time as an individual is better spent on doing what you do That's best, it. not doing that. Exactly. And so if I want to sleep at night, I'm going to you know, allow professionals to handle those things for me. And all it requires for me is a phone call here and there just to catch up on what's going on. And the good professionals get back to you and tell you what they've been up to and you know, bring me up to date. And I mean, that's the way to lead a simple life, in my opinion, is yeah. to turn these big, complicated things over to other people. Remember the guy in the Ed Sullivan show that twirls the plates? Oh yes, he. I he use still, him all the time. He still does a show does? In, in Palm Springs. I was uh, some years ago. He must be like 115 years old by now. And he's spry. Whatever it is, he's very spry. And he gets. I don't know how many plates are twir- twirling. Maybe 12, 15, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, as he finishes the last plate, the first one is starting to wobble. So he goes over there. Right. That to me is a really good metaphor for paying attention. Yeah. You, you uh, um, find find something that's not doing so well, and you go and twirl it a little bit and get it going again. And then uh, other things like that. And so uh, there's a aspect of our lives is having troubles. The solution is to pay attention to it and that's watch it. it move. You know, how do you get wealthy? Own, uh, buying real estate. There's this woman that, that's our client. She raised uh, uh, three kids by herself, and by the time it was time for her to retire, she had accumulated a handful of uh, of investment properties. And I am so impressed because she didn't earn a fortune. She had just this normal job. And yet she was able to accumulate enough money uh, investments, and now she's set for the rest of her life. Fabulous. That's the kind of advice and strategies that we want our clients to follow so that it's a long-term win, not a short-term win. The latest numbers from the Sacramento Association of Realtors covering sales for April 2013 say that there's 1,381 homes for sale. That's still pretty low, though, That's low. It's very low, but it's 24% more than a month ago. That's a jump. And here's the part that's, uh, that no one talks about is how many houses actually came on the market. Uh, and the answer is, uh, 2,099 houses came on the market. And that's the, uh, a big number, 39% more than a year ago. Wow. So our market has jumped. And so what that means is instead of competing with 10 or 15 people for the same house, you might be competing with one or two or three, a handful rather than a, a big number. So is now the optimal time to jump in there? I mean, what what about pricing? Where's the median price now? Oh, the median price is rising. Uh, the demand is still there. It's $222,000 in Sacramento. That's up 31% from a year ago when it was uh, 169000 Uh It's up 1.5% from a month ago. So, yeah, the median price is rising, and prices of homes are going up. But I would... Uh, agree that now is a, a, a better time, especially the ones that were frustrated. I talked to people who says, oh, man, I wrote 20 offers and I just gave up. Uh, those people, I would recommend, hey, re-look at this because the world is shifting now a little bit. There's a few more houses for sale. There's other strategies we can pursue that uh, won't make it so frustrating. So do you have uh, buyers that you're working with who who tried that route? They they put offer after offer after offer in, got turned down. They said, you know what, I'm giving up for a while. I'm wore out with writing all these things up. And the disappointment of coming in, I found uh, finding out I came in second. I came that close to getting that property. Right. 
Right, and all, all those things, when when you lose an, on an offer-bid war like that, you learn something and you become better. My clients, only a handful have given up. Most of my clients, I look for this one quality in them before I work with them. And is do they really, really want to buy, or is this just a tire-kicking, uh, for fun, excursion thing? If they really, truly want to buy, uh, we will work with them, and they will end up buying, almost all our clients buy a house, eventually. Hold on to that piece of property that you was that's currently serving as your primary residence. Hold on to that and rent it out. This way you're not losing on that side of the equation. Now you may you may have some negative out of pocket, you know, if you decide to rent it out. You may be uh, out of pocket a little bit every month, but you'll make that up because you'll ride the wave up on that on that particular property. You've seen that done Dozens of times, right, David? Oh yeah, this this strategy of all you know, there's the the get rich quick strategies in real estate. This is the get rich slow strategy. I like that, and it works every time. I have never seen it fail, and the individuals that employ this strategy end up really well in their later years. Uh, but it takes some discipline and planning, as we have talked about. And you used a word that really hit a hot button with me, and it was the word determination. I really like that word. I use that quite often to kind of gauge where people are at because, you know, in in real estate, being that it's an emotional transaction, you know, some people are like, "Ah, I'm not sure if I want to sell or I'm not sure if I want to buy. I mean, you know, those people, they're okay. That's okay if you want to dip your toe in the water or check it out or take the temperature, so to speak, of what's going on. But you use this word determination. You said you like to work with people who are determined. Why is that? Because it's only a determined and the other people use a word uh to describe the same person as motivated. That's the other real estate term you hear a lot. Motiva- but it's a motivated seller. A motivated seller, a motivated buyer. And the reason it's for a real estate broker, just look at it from our standpoint. If we don't successfully assist that person in reaching their goal, we don't get paid. Right. And and do I want to work with a person that's wishy-washy, I might, I might not, or do I want to work with a person that says, by the end of this month, I will have a house? <laughs> Which one intrigues me the most? Now, is that a business decision that you make, or is that just like a personal feeling kind of a situation? No, it's a business decision. And uh, one of the things we ask people to do is to formally hire us in writing uh, to be their official broker. And uh, I know that if a person doesn't want to sign that document, that means that they're not really serious. Mm. But if they're serious and they sign up to be our client, then suddenly I'm very interested that they find something that or accomplish something that they've always wanted to do. That's the on button for you. That's the go button for you, right? Yes, yes it is. And so I in all endeavors in life, it's not just real estate. If you have a place that you are going, then things start to start to get easier for you. You're, it's easier for you to make a decision. Do I buy the sports car or the sedan? <laughs> it just depends yeah. on where you're headed in life. And there's a, there's a lesson in there, no matter whether we're talking about real estate or we're talking about tax strategies or just your everyday life, is are you a person who is determined to achieve a goal. So if you hire an outside professional like a tax person or you hire an outside professional like a real estate broker... You know, they're going to want to see that you're determined. There's one more thing. Real estate's not easy. We've talked about that these past two hours. Real estate is not an easy thing. It's full of ups and downs and bumps in the road. And what is going to get you through all this stuff without quitting? The answer is determination. You'll go, you will pass all that if you want to get to a desired result.